Well, let's revisit uh, one of our stories, our top story from yesterday. That, of course, was uh, Mayor Ken Sim announcing that he wants to abolish Vancouver's elected park board. He said he would move a motion next week to ask the province to amend the Vancouver Charter to bring its uh, parks under the city council's uh, control. Uh, yesterday, we had Brendan Bastiavansky, uh, who was the uh, park board chair, was the ABC park board chair. He's now an independent, along with two other of his colleagues. Uh, he was in studio, and I asked him a very simple question because obviously last year elected a uh, supermajority for ABC uh, asked a very simple question do you have faith in Ken Sims leadership take a listen to what he had to say do you have faith in Ken Sim as a leader for the city uh, uh, maybe ask me a different question uh, look um, when I met Ken uh, I was impressed right He's a business guy. I'm a business guy. You know, I, I had faith in him. And he looked me in the eye and, and, and he, he made a promise that I'd be able to finish my term as a commissioner. And he had, he had uh, walked back that whole thing about uh, abolishing the park board. And I, you know what? I believed him. And I, I feel like an idiot for, for believing him. And I'm heartbroken that not only did Ken uh, do a backflip uh, on that, uh, but he's forcing the, the ABC councillors to do it too. And so uh, I, I'm, I'm, I am, like, it's just unconscionable that they, uh, that they would do that. And so I feel really betrayed. And I know a lot of people in the city feel that way as well. So uh, the park board chair, uh, Brendan Bastiavansky, will sit as an in- independent uh, along with two other of his colleagues and now with the Green Party member, uh, that would be a majority. So let's see what happens in park board. But uh, Ken Sim says he's moving forward. Joining me now uh, is Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. Hello, Richard. Hey, Jess. Thanks for having me. Uh, now, Mr. Sim is going to go to uh, the legislature, go to Victoria, uh, and ask the province to amend the Vancouver Charter to bring the parks uh, uh, under city council control. What are you hearing over in Victoria in regards to this eventual request that's coming? Yeah, the sense I'm getting is it's going to be pretty smooth passage here. The way that it works is we'll have this council meeting next week. Uh, then at that point... If council supports Mayor Sims' motion, as it is expected to do, uh, then this province will formally enter a conversation with the city of Vancouver. The expectation is the city will request for the province to open up the Vancouver Charter. And the Vancouver Charter is unique in the legislature. It's the only municipality bound specifically by one piece of legislation. Uh, It's a piece of legislation that came into place in 1953. Uh, In essence, overseeing the bylaws uh, and other governance structure issues with the city of Vancouver. Uh, So in order to get rid of an elected park board, the Vancouver Charter needs to be reopened. Uh, The province will then, once formally requested, start crafting changes to legislation. We already know they're opening up the Vancouver Charter to look at some of the housing issues because the legislation that was passed um, also requires legislative change for the Vancouver Charter. So they're already looking at it. Legislative lawmakers will make those changes. Then the legislation will be presented uh, before the legislature in the spring sitting. So mm-hmm. that starts mid-February. Uh, we don't know when this legislation will come. I expect it would be at some point in March, maybe a little bit later. Then they'll debate the motions and uh, if the legislation passes as expected, mm-hmm. uh, it will lead to the termination of these uh, current Parks Board commissioners, get rid of the Park Board for the future in Vancouver. And, you know, the, the, the province does not want to get involved in 
some of those uh, inner the inner workings of all of this. You know, you heard from Brendan Bashkevansky, you know, his frustration with Ken Sim's leadership. The province wants to stay as far away from this as possible. And the easiest route for them is, in essence, to say the elected council in Vancouver wants this. We'll do what they want. They kind of said that was three policing and that hasn't gone away. It's a different issue, right? I get but, that. But it's, it, it's a good one to bring up, Jess. It's a good one to bring up because the province learned the hard way uh, what it is like to, in essence, meddle in council business. The challenge there is the province determined that it was untenable to continue with the RCMP. The province does not believe it is untenable uh, to get rid of the park board. Uh, there is no thought around the cabinet table or within MLAs that are strong advocates to say, hey, we need to keep the park board. And you have to remember, there are two government MLAs who are former park board commissioners, Spencer Chandra Herbert and Nikki Sharma. And you're not hearing either of them championing the park board. And there's an overwhelming majority of uh, Vancouver MLAs are members of the NDP. Mm-hmm. Again, we're not hearing from them this uprising saying, "My, you know, the people in my community are telling me we must protect the park board. It's just not happening. So I don't anticipate this is one of those issues where we may see the province butt in uh, and circumvent what uh, Vancouver City Council wants. So the speculation, and it's only speculation, oh, you know, why don't they just say, okay, uh, let's just put it to a plebiscite with the Vancouver residents during the next municipal election. You don't see something like that happen. They just go ahead. You've been asked, you approve it, and you move on. Don't worry about it. Let's go back to policing, right? There were calls all over the place for a plebiscite, including from... MLA, Ginny Sims, who is running for mayor. She lost the mayoral race. She came back into caucus and there was no no will from the province to say, let's put this back. Plebiscites are expensive. They add extra resources and ultimately, uh, they may not be the best test of making complicated policy decisions. The reality here is we vote in MLAs, MPs, councillors to make tough decisions. And Ken Sim, as the mayor with a majority council, is making a decision here. And that is the council's ability to do so, and that's how the province sees it. So I don't think there is any hope here, and I could be wrong. I know there are other reporters um, who are out there saying maybe they consider a plebiscite. I don't believe that is something that is on the table right now for the provincial government to say to the people of Vancouver, you vote on whether you want to keep a park board. The firm belief from this government has been people vote councils, let those councils make decisions. We saw that with Surrey, no referendum there, and I expect we'll see the same here around the park board. We are speaking to Richard Zussman, Global BC's legislative reporter. We're talking about, of course, uh, the mayor of Vancouver saying that he will move a motion next week to ask the province to amend the Vancouver Charter to bring its parks under city council control. Uh, lots of emotion there, and uh, there are those who very much like the idea, and others, of course, uh, who are vehemently opposed. Do want to hear from you? Give us a call on the open line, 604-280-9898. Let's go to Steve in Vancouver. Hi, Steve. Hi there. Jazz, love your show. Great. Going to ask my question, then I'll hang up. Listen, I'm a numbers guy. I'm all about streamlining things and cost savings. Mm-hmm. So if there's going to be something here, uh, yeah, all for it. But what is the cost savings? What are the numbers? I'm not seeing anything. The, the only thing I've heard, and those are from Park Board uh, commissioners, is you save the salaries, uh, which I think um, the the chair was making, Scott Jensen was saying about $18,000. So multiply that by seven. Let's give them $20,000. So it's $140,000 a year. 
uh, roughly. I mean, there may be other savings that we don't know about yet, but you're still going to need the folks taking care of the, the beaches. You're still going to need a lot of those employees uh, that do the frontline work. You're still going to need planners. So I don't see significant savings as of yet, uh, and certainly there's been nothing provided by the city or articulated. Even the mayor was asked that question, and he certainly was implying there would be savings in the future, but nothing yet beyond those seven. And that's what two, two commissioners have said that to me. There would be about 140000 in savings. Not uh, a lot when you look at the City Hall's budget of $2.1 billion, just in and around there. So anyway, Richard, you were supposed to say something? Yeah, one thing he's going to say, Jazz and Steve, is that it's going to be about efficiencies, right? So they can try to bypass some of the backlog of making these decisions. And if you make a decision more efficiently, you could save money. But we'll have uh, Mayor Sim on Focus BC tomorrow on BC1 starting at 2 o'clock. And that's one of the questions I'll obviously be asking him is to try to explain to Vancouverites where they are specifically going to save money here, because this is the big argument. If he says there's two to three million dollars in savings, you got to show people where are those savings. And partially, it's also about uh, not having to go through two processes: getting approval from Park yep. Board and then having to go to City Hall for approval as well. Now, some have argued the Park Board's uh, entire focus are the parks. And, and Green Vancouver and sometimes councillors who already have enough on their plate will have to now not only worry about development, housing crisis, but now have to deal with parks and there can be extra uh, pressure. Here's an email that I received from one of our listeners. I want to read it to you. Hi, Jess. Sure, other cities do not have a park board, but Vancouver is like no other Canadian city. There is only one Stanley Park and one string of Pacific beaches. Green amenities are accessible most of the year, unlike most other cities. As noted by others, the parks board also stands sober and stalwart against the vagaries of and whims of changing mayors and city councils that have more than enough on their plate to deal with. Seems to me Mayor Sim took umbrage when the Parks Board took, told him to pound sand when he demanded turning the city's golf courses into low-cost housing locales. Obvious to me that Sim has zero tolerance for differing views and proved it with the with the switcheroo on keeping the board. Once the Greens are gone, you'll never get them back. Improved park services, <laughs> don't nix them. That's from Jetty, who's a former Vancouver resident, now in New Westminster. So it's a very passionate conversation, that's for sure. Uh, let's yeah. go. To, sorry, go ahead, Richard. No, there's just quickly two things there. These are huge decisions the park board's making. And I think there's an argument that councillors, full time as they are, should be making these decisions that impact far larger than just parks. So one of the examples is the golf courses. That's about housing. That's about affordability in Vancouver. The other one is about homeless encampments. The park board struggled to make those crucial decisions around what to do about homelessness in the parks. That wasn't ultimately the original goal of park board. And I think there's some validity to an argument that elected councils should be making those types of decisions. You can quote, you know, discuss whether they should be making decisions about building new parks or preserving Stanley Park, but those huge core issues, yeah. I think there's an argument there that council should be the one making those decisions. And ultimately, you can vote them in or out uh, every four years as well. Let's go to, I believe it's Malcolm in Richmond. Hi, Malcolm. Hi, guys. Um, so is our, the mayor having a hissy fit because the council, <laughs> uh, Parks Board, did not put in the people that he wanted? I believe they're freely elected, and each person has a turn at being the chairman, for one, and keep in mind that for the past 12 years, prior to these guys, you had a very left wing, including Mr. Jasper, who was very adamant about trying to turn Langara into housing and uh, condos. So it's not the first time mm-hmm. that topic has come up. 
Uh, I have worked with, uh, through my years in soccer and uh, as uh, the major soccer uh, leagues here, when it was the user fees were coming in, mm-hmm. and the negotiation yeah. committee, <clears throat> and all the, all of them, all the baseball, the rugby, the soccer, I said this a couple of days ago, it was negotiated that 75% of those funds would stay within the parks board's control to therefore go back to the parks. Well, somewhere along the line, it went into the big... Uh, Venus flytrap of the world known as general revenue for the city, and you never see the parks being fixed up unless it's the community groups doing it. Yeah, Malcolm, so I appreciate your call. You made a very good point. And, uh, re- and yesterday, I think uh, one of the commissioners did say that the park board they felt was about underfunded by about $20 million every single year. So there's a lot of uh, information flying ba- back and forth, and we'll continue to follow the story because it's not going anywhere. And, and Richard, you said it'll be, uh, you'll be talking to Mayor Sim for Focus BC tomorrow? Yep. So BC One, you'll be able to see that at two o'clock. It airs through uh, the weekend as well. But yeah, we'll have a a good chat with uh, Mayor Sim about this decision and and some of the repercussions of it. Richard, thank you. My pleasure as always, Josh. Thanks for having me.